Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Class war. Now, it's always those who seek to build a more equal society, where the wealth collectively created by... The hard work, the hard graft of tens of millions of people isn't sucked into the bank accounts of a tiny few. It's those people who always get accused of class war, of being class warriors. But you see, this has always been epic projection. Because if only Labour did actually fight on behalf of the majority of working class people, working people, etc., with as much gusto and determination as the Tories fight on behalf of their wealthy benefactors, the big business and financial elites who are in power, whoever is in office. Now, whether it be smashing the trade unions who exist to give workers collective power so they can win a greater share of the wealth they create and have dignity and rights in the workplace, basic things you'd expect in a vaguely functioning democratic society. It'd be nice to have one of those, wouldn't it? Whether it be flogging off public assets to profiteers, whether it be handing the already thriving rich tax cuts or rolling back state support for those who are struggling while extending it to corporate interests. All of this is class warfare. So the latest Tory policy being cooked up shouldn't be a surprise in that context, shouldn't be a surprise. The latest news is that our Chancellor, Jeremy Hunt, is plotting real terms cuts to benefits to fund tax cuts, tax cuts which will disproportionately benefit the well-off. In practice, this means benefits won't be uprated, as they're supposed to be standard practice, in line with inflation, which means, in real terms, they will fall in value, all amidst one of the worst squeezes in living standards in modern times. Now, what they'll do is they'll end up saying, just to preempt what's going to happen before the election, they'll say, oh, these tax cuts won't just go to rich people. But poorer Britons don't pay income tax. And the tax cuts will be regressive, that even if middle-income Brits get a small tax cut, the richest will overwhelmingly save the most. This is straightforwardly, if it happens, redistributing money from the poor, from those who are struggling, to the rich. Now, the Tories are, let's just be clear, they are the political wing of the wealthy. In the first two years after the election, they received £11 million uh, from hedge funds and financial tycoons. Now, this is important for me to state, because... For the last seven years, what the Tories have tried to do is redefine themselves with a form of right-wing populism, where they sought to portray themselves as the representatives, the tribunes of the people against the elites. And they did this by leveraging the nationalist wave which underpinned the leave result back in the 2016 referendum. Now, actually, Brexit was pretty complicated. Most working-class voters under 35 opted for Remain. Most middle-class voters over 65 opted for Leave. It's often presented as working-class people voted for leave, middle-class people voted for remain. Far more complicated than that. But the academic research does suggest that areas most hurt by benefit cuts voted uh, disproportionately for leave, and that was enough to tip the result in favour of Brexit. Not a surprise. Many of those whose lives are so hard and tough offered a referendum which was interpreted as, are you happy with the status quo? Um, And answered, no. Now, in her notorious 2016 Citizens of Nowhere 
speech, Theresa May unapologetically raided the rhetoric of the left, promising to shift the balance of Britain decisively in favour of ordinary working class people. Now, what a political project really sought to do was redefine class politics, if you like. So for us on the left, class politics is you champion the economic interests of workers against their profiteering bosses, that you try to secure for working people a greater slice of the wealth that they create in society. But for the for the right, for Theresa May, the Conservatives, working, the working class was redefined as a cultural concept, revolving around narrow nationalism, opposition to immigration and multiculturalism, and oppressed not by the boss class who fund the Conservatives, but by a supposedly progressive elite, which has contempt for its own country, and indeed are rootless citizens of nowhere. Now, as much as May now opportunistically seeks to whitewash her political record, Boris Johnson simply expanded on her strategy, that was pretty farcical, coming from an old Etonian who once wrote that blue-collar men are likely to be drunk, criminal, aimless, feckless, and hopeless. But the truth of this right-wing, fraudulent populism is exposed by the fact that Tories are, have always been, and always will be, class warriors in the service of those with too much money. That's why after the first decade of Tory rule, it was estimated that one and a half million Britons were below the poverty line because of the benefit cuts they'd imposed since they came to power back in 2010. Now, according to poverty charities, basic benefits for struggling households are at least 104, uh, sorry, 140 pounds a month less than the cost of life's essentials, things like food and energy and, and all the rest of it. Now, consider those who'll suffer the consequence of the Tories' latest assault on a welfare system stripped to the bone. Four in 10 on universal credit are in work because we have an economy, you see, defined by low pay and insecurity and an unprecedented squeeze in living standards to choose now to empty the pockets further of those struggling in order to raise cash for tax cuts for the well-off is class war at its basis. Now, I've spoken to many of those who'll be affected, and that includes people who Tory politicians applauded from their balconies and their porches during the pandemic, like the National Health Service, for example. I've even spoken to civil servants in the Department of Work and Pensions, which is in charge of the welfare state, who'll be themselves directly Effective. Now, this comes on top of government proposals to slash benefits for those with long-term illnesses, such as mental health conditions. We discussed that on Jamie Vine show last week. Now, just listen to this caller and the response I made. Michelle in Manchester. Good afternoon, Michelle. What would you like to say? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiya. Um, 
my my husband has been on on sick, um, and um, we had to go in to see somebody for a, a back to work meeting, um, and the the lady at the meeting considered that he he was fit for work, um, which he's got a lot of problems with, and he obviously wasn't. Um, and his anxiety from that meeting just literally went absolutely through the roof because he felt he was made to feel like a disappointment, if you will. And the, the next day, and I really consider it was brought on from that meeting, he actually had a heart attack and died. I'm so, I'm so, so sorry. Way, I'm just so sorry to hear that. Michelle, by the way, I'm de devastated to hear, really devastated to hear that. And I, 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 this is the point... I was making before actually a, a very shocking, extreme case of it actually, which is if you put huge amounts of stress on people with severe mental health conditions, there can be disastrous consequences. In this case, a fatal case. Again, that's the problem. You have to offer people with mental health problems support. You've got to resource our mental health services, which are completely at breaking point. But unless you invest in support and emphasising support, if you focus on sanctions and conditionality, which however you spin it, that is central to the government's package, you risk cases like this. Well, you see, this is the sort of human misery that this class war unleashes. You know, that's an extreme case, if you like, though not as extreme as it should be. Um, under George Osborne, uh, hundreds and hundreds of people uh, were found fit for work and then died. And we, you know, we can talk about death as obviously the most horrific and extreme impact, but what about those suffering from acute conditions whose life is already difficult and hard being put through the ringer by a Conservative government determined to empty their pockets in order to help shore up the incomes of those who already have too much money. Now, as I've said, this class war has many different fronts. The anti-trade union laws imposed by the Conservatives were intended to suffocate the ability of workers to stand up for themselves and secure a fair share of the wealth they create. And that itself has played a pivotal role in the unprecedented squeeze in living standards. But it's important to spell out how the class war works because when the labour movement is accused of, la of, of class war, it's simply a, a means of stigmatising workers standing up for themselves in order, as I keep saying, to secure a fair share of the wealth that they create, whilst those who supposedly abhor class war are the ones who fight it the hardest. And that's what this government has done, whilst dressing itself in the garbs of populism, that it stands up to the elite um, on behalf of, of, of the people. And that's what right-wing populism always leads to. It's simply a ruse to get people whose lives are hard to vote against their own interests and for a politics which, in the end, will only benefit those at the top. And to spell that out, as the Resolution Foundation recently found, in this parliament, the incomes of working households are set to fall by 4%. That is unprecedented in living memory. That is where right-wing populism leads, not the emancipation of the people being liberated from a supposed elite, which isn't the business and financial elite which represents, which the Conservatives represent, but a fictional elite which they've created. But what it's done is just redistribute more wealth and power to those who already have it at the expense of the majority. That is the right-wing populism of the Conservatives, and it is class warfare.
Please like, subscribe, do support us on patreon.com forward slash ownjoes84 if you wish all of this to continue. And I will see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.